Wall Street was flat after resuming trading following yesterday's 4th of July holiday and last week's strong finish. The Dow Jones dropped 13 points to 12,570. The S&P dipped two points, closing at 1,338. The Nasdaq bucked the trend, gaining 10 points to 2,826. Joining me now to discuss the week ahead is Kelly Evans. She writes ahead of the tape for the Wall Street Journal. Welcome back to the Financial 411, Kelly. Hi, thanks for having me. Friday, the government releases the June employment report. And after last month's disappointing news of only 54,000 jobs created, what are you expecting this time? Well, the, the expectations are a little better this time around. I mean, certainly if we have anything like the report we did for May, um, it will be a big sort of nasty surprise for, for the market. And the way that the the way that we've seen stocks and bonds behaving over the past week, you know, that just huge surge last week um, suggests that people are starting to feel we're at a turning point in the labor market. So I remain skeptical. <laughs> but, uh, you know, let's hope, I guess, that maybe we'll finally get some better news. We really are going to have to see jobs added in the 150,000-plus range to, for people to feel more comfortable about prospects for second half and 2012. Really? That's the number we want to look for? Yeah, I mean, look, anything in, in the sort of six digits, you know, over 100,000 at this point, it'd be good news, but it's just not going to be good enough, really, until we get higher into that range. Last week, investors focused on Greece and its debt. This week, the focus is back on our economy. Okay, what should we worry about more, our economy or Europe's? <laughs> look, the list of things to worry about is, is always long and will stay that way, um, but I think the problem, to some degree, is that Europe kind of keeps coming in and out of the news, and I think people just have to understand that this is a situation that's actually very politically fraught. There's not going to be an, an answer now or a solution now or tomorrow or in six weeks. Um, you know, really, it's going to be on the back burner. So, um, you know, unfortunately, it seems as though the, the economy over there is pretty weak. The situation somewhat like ours and that they're just trying to figure out, you know, how much of a problem inflation is going to be, how much of a problem unemployment is going to be. Um, and I think all of these developed econ- economies like ours in Western Europe will, will continue to struggle. We're going to continue to rely on some of the stronger countries like China, India, and so forth for a lot of the global growth that's driving us. Uh, the economy. Kelly Evans, columnist for the Wall Street Journal. Thanks a lot. You're, you're welcome. Bed bugs. The words alone are enough to creep you out. In the latest edition of our series, New York Works, we meet someone who spends his days with these pests by choice. Reporter Tracy Samuelson follows an exterminator into an infested home. It starts here. This is ground zero. Okay. And then if you ignore it, it starts to spread out. Ground yeah. zero, a so. bed in Sunset Park, Brooklyn. And for Jim O'Brien, owner of PestQuest Management, right now it's all bed bugs all the time. Today is the first of three treatments in this home, and it doesn't take too long for us to find our prize. Oh, there's a bed bug right there. O'Brien is very calm about our discovery. He's been fighting bugs for 20 years now. Before that, he was a policeman. He says he saw far gorier things on the force. And extermination actually isn't that different from police work. We look at it as an investigation. you got to find out what's the problem, what particular insect or animal is causing the problem in that home. O'Brien and his assistant treat the box spring, steam the mattress, vacuum the room, and spray the perimeter with one product that kills any live bugs and another that keeps them from reproducing. Then he starts explaining a mattress cover to the client. Well, just keep an eye on it. You want to make sure the zipper stays closed. This is the closed. first time anything like this happened to me, and I am absolutely crazy. Yeah. This is the absolutely second lesser-known part of the job, right, treating uh, the anxious client. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> Where are you? Sometimes they just want to talk about the stress of an infestation. He's had to refer other clients for professional therapy. But O'Brien is sympathetic. 
About a month ago, he woke up with a bite on his face and thought if he brought bedbugs home, his wife would kill him. I can understand why people flip out, because I would too. Just the mere thought that these things, while you're sleeping, are crawling all over you. It turned out to be a spider bite. But the stigma of bedbugs, O'Brien says that can be very real. Bedbugs don't discriminate. They'll infest people who are poor, people who are rich. So nobody's exempt from uh, getting infestations, but... To this date, people just are ashamed. But there is one good thing about bed bugs. You can get rid of them. We're very successful at eradicating bugs, so there's always a happy ending. For WNYC, I'm Tracy Samuelson. So we'll move on to the next room? Yes, let's both double-team this room. All right, let's go. You can listen to the entire New York Work series at our website, WNYC.org, and let us know who you think we should profile. This last bit of business news, luxury retailer Saks says a Saks Fifth Avenue store will be opened in August 2012 in Kazakhstan. Saks plans to license the store. Financial terms were undisclosed. The store will be three levels and 91,000 square feet. This is the 411 on WNYC.